Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And it's Brie Picconi. And we're late, late to, to the party. party. So, hey, Brie, how's it going? Hey, Nick, it's going good. Good. Yeah. How's it going with you? Good. I've kind of been inundated with all things Taylor Swift. Same. Red Taylor's version. Yeah. And I see you're wearing uh, the Taylor's mm-hmm. version sweatshirt right there. I am. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Very in the spirit of things. Like I was telling you earlier, I went to Dry Bar today. Yeah. And the girl, like that was working there, literally stopped me and was like, I love your sweater. And she was like, Have you seen the, you know, short film? Yeah. The meaning like all too well, the yeah. 10 minute version, the short film. Mm hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's just everywhere. I, it, Taylor Swift really is the moment. I know that's like a meme. Oh, yeah. But like I'm I sure. feel it. Ugh. No, I can tell she's the moment. Like, um, you were telling me at Starbucks they even have like a like a Taylor's yeah, version latte. A, yeah, it's a latte, like Tay Tay. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally it's a um, it's just a non-fat latte with caramel. It's really simple. Huh. Like of all the uh, you know, I don't know drinks that people request, all the crazy ones. It's like a really simple drink. So it kind of seems fitting. I feel like Taylor Swift would order a non-fat latte with caramel. It seems yeah, kind of like basic, I guess. Basic. <laughs> Well, see, okay, so before we start this episode, we are talking today about Taylor Swift yeah. and the re-release of her album, Red, and this time it's Red, Taylor's version. Yes. But before we, like, dive in, can we just preface, I, I'm a Swifty. Yes, which I, I'm just finding out <laughs> about you. <laughs> well, it's been one of those things where it's like, I know, like, the whole Dave Grohl quote where like you shouldn't have any guilty pleasures Mm. I know that's a thing but I feel like with Taylor Swift I've been a fan since Red came out in 2012 okay but it's one of those things where I it just wasn't cool to like Taylor Swift until recently and I felt comfortable coming out as a Taylor Swift fan but also over the years I've just fallen more and more (laughs) in love with her yeah and now it's really hard to hide so that's okay come in (laughs) out yes i'm glad you're out um but what brie what's your relationship to taylor swift the artist okay well i gotta say i do think she's gotten cooler (laughs) but yeah um my relationship with her i mean i liked her stuff early on like as a tween as a teen and then i don't know we had a falling out and because it wasn't cool to like her Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just haven't really paid attention to her since like 1989 but okay. I didn't. I had never listened to Red like originally. I never listened to that whole album. Like you heard, um, like we're never getting back together. Like I've I heard knew the, you were trouble, I've heard right? The singles, yeah. I've heard like the popular ones, but um, yeah, I hadn't heard all the other ones. Um, and I know that nice. with the new album, she's released like a lot more songs as well. Which... Mm-hmm. There's a total of thirty yeah. songs on this new album. Thirty songs. Holy moly! <laughs> that is a lot of songs for one album. But um. But yeah, Taylor, our Red Taylor's version was released last week. Yeah. And she is in the process of re-recording her first six albums. Yep. Because she originally didn't own the rights to her masters. And she tried to buy them a couple years ago. Right. And it didn't work out. It was like a whole Was it like her agent fiasco. that like... It was her old management. Her management. Okay. But um, I don't know the whole nitty gritty of it. And I don't really know how that stuff works. I just know that she wants to own her music. So she's she's re-releasing it. 
And this summer, she announced the re-recording of Red. And leading up, in Taylor Swift fashion, she's been posting a lot of Easter eggs, um, a lot of cryptic posts on Instagram. She's started her own TikTok, so she's in the TikTok game now. That's really fun. But she's really, like, leaning into, like, um, she's just leaning into, like, all the Easter eggs and stuff. Because Swifties, yeah. which is why I didn't come out as a Swifty, <laughs> like, Swifties are insane. And they come up with, like, so many theories and, like, they do math and stuff to find out, like, little, like, hidden things. So, but yeah. she's really leaned into it. That's really cool, though. Like, I mean, that seems, like, fun, like, for her and I'm sure for the Swifties. I think it's really fun. I think it's, like, it's something I don't put a lot of weight into, but it is really fun. I think it's, like, a good marketing strategy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, she's been riding high since Folklore that True. came out last year. So this I, is, I enjoyed yeah. Folklore, actually. That's when I started paying more attention to her, I think. Is it the cottage core of it all? I think it is, yeah. <laughs> it speaks to me. So yeah. So Brie. Yeah. So you're saying you're into you were into folklore because of the cottage core. Yeah. What what is your kind of knowledge on Taylor Swift? Well, <laughs> honestly, I don't have that much knowledge of her. Like yeah. I don't know. Like, I haven't really listened to her up until now, like, on purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just because, I don't know, all of her popular songs were just around. And some of them I really bopped to, you mm-hmm. know? Like, um, some Shake It Off and, and you know, 22 and stuff. But I, yeah. I was, like, doing research and people are saying, like, her best songs are, like, not the ones no. on the radio. <laughs> not at all. She's notorious for... Like, her lead singles sound nothing like the rest of her album. Yeah. And she's just such a great songwriter, and it's never showcased in the lead single. Yeah. And I love what she's doing. Sorry, I didn't mean to get uh, too off topic. But um, speaking of folklore, like, I know when she released that, it was very, like, I guess she's pretty involved with the aesthetics of it all, right, in her Mm -hmm. music videos. I guess she has been probably this whole time, which I'm finding out, um... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know with folklore, she kind of, she, it was not, I don't want to say like a return to form, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's a little more, she definitely, um, it wasn't, it was the first album where it wasn't like from like a diary, like perspective. Like she usually oh. writes songs that are very personal and they're like a diary. And after Lover, mm-hmm. she was kind of like, I know in a lot of interviews, she was like, oh, I, you know, I'm happy in love now. And I usually oh. write love songs and breakup songs and yeah. like, where am I going to go after this? And during quarantine and whatever, writing folklore, she created these characters and stuff. And oh, okay. So it kind of like just like it gave her a chance to hone her like songwriting craft and expand as an artist in like a different way. That's cool. Yeah. I, that's right. I forgot Lover was before that. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy Lover. I loved, like, that's a, speaking of Swifties, that's, like, a very divisive thing or divisive thing. How so? Like, okay, like, Swifties are very divided on is Lover a good album or not, which, how, I mean, okay, because I'm not, I wouldn't label myself as a Swiftie. Yeah. But I have listened to Lover Mm -hmm. and I, I thought it was a good album. I mean, I started paying attention to her again when Lover came out and then I did listen to Folklore. 
but yeah um, no i love i'm a lover stan like i'm a lover person i it's i don't know i don't want to say it's like my favorite taylor swift album because my favorite taylor swift album's red right but lover's really good it's just fun yeah it's sweet and it's like she does stripped down performances which i enjoy yeah i remember because we both watched like the mtv like awards where she performed lover yeah and she had the guitar again and yeah. i was like she's back yeah when she brought the guitar back i was like okay you know like maybe i'll give her another chance i mean okay as much as i love taylor swift too it's like i know like there's like taylor and taylor right like from that one podcast like they call like the alter ego taylor like the reputation like yeah like, like a badass pop star taylor swift yeah which like i never really bought like i vibe to and i love it but like seeing taylor swift do dance moves and like perform it, it's it's whatever but when she has a guitar and she's singing from the heart that's yeah. when i really vibe I, same honestly same <laughs> i mean yeah so you have been a fan or this whole time or kind of sort of like it's um you know i think i've always been aware of taylor swift and i've always liked taylor swift yeah. i the moment i became like a big Taylor Swift fan was Red. Okay. So that changed the game. Yeah. Like, um, I just started college when Red came out. And I used to just listen to that all the time. And I was going through my first heartbreak at that time. And I it just, I, it's a really personal record for me. I gotcha. So, and I've loved her ever since. Wow. So. That is so crazy. Just that I'm just finding that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to, I don't know. You probably saw me bopping on campus and you probably didn't know what i was listening to no i thought it was like probably something really indie <laughs> probably like a bonnie, bear, bonnie and it's, bear and i'm like jamming to taylor swift secretly yeah but you know respect <laughs> so mm -hmm. i mean what do you love about taylor swift the most like as an artist her songwriting i think like you know Sorry, I'm trying to put it into words. No, it's okay. But me, like, being at a loss for words, Taylor Swift is good at words. Yeah. Like, her songwriting is where she really shines as an artist. And I think being so personal and vulnerable, just the way she's able to depict feelings and things, I just think it's it's awesome. And her bridges. The bridges in her, her okay. songs are, like... A yeah. plus. Their bridges do slap. I love her bridges. I feel like you could say anything about Taylor Swift, but like her bridges. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, they're the best. So do you have a favorite Taylor Swift album? Red. Red. Do Red. you? Yeah, I guess you said that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I really liked Lover. Mm-hmm. But Red is really good. Like, it surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Between the two, it's either Lover or Red. But Nice. Yeah nice so can we talk about taylor swift's red now yeah we might as well get into <laughs> nice. it right so a little history on the album red is red was initially released on october 22nd 2012 and it was her first time experimenting with pop music and she enlisted like max martin and shellback and max martin's known for Backstreet Boys and Britney yeah. Spears baby one more time i didn't know all that so that's awesome and i always like 
Max Martin to me, I just picture. Do you remember Time Out with Britney Spears? Yes. That um, VHS tape? I do. Which I wore I still, out as a kid. Yeah, no, same. Do you still have yours? I, I, I do. do. Yeah, no, I still have it. <laughs> same. But like, he's the long haired, like, Swedish dude. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he created all Britney's hits. And um, the album read has themes of love and heartbreak. And it was a turning point in Taylor Swift's career. Because up until this point, she was just like America's sweetheart, a country star. Right. And this was her crossover album. So. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So this was your first time, though, listening to Red. This was my first time. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize this was her um, crossover album Mm -hmm. until, you know, doing the research and stuff. Because, I mean, I do remember she transcended into pop. And... I don't know. I I think for me, because I was a fan of her like country music and stuff, I was like not so sure about it. But I also hadn't heard all these songs. Like I just heard like the the radio hits. But um, gotcha. So Red Taylor's version. Yeah. There was like the rollout with the merch. Did you see the merch? I have seen the merch. Yeah. The red the scarf. Red scarf. <laughs> yeah. The uh. Fuck the patriarchy keychain. Yeah. It's very smart the way she's marketing her merchandise for real. Like, I don't know. And with her fan base, I'm sure they're like. They're eating it up. Eating it up. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I'm wearing a <laughs> someone put on a like was it a Gildan sweatshirt, ta- Taylor's <laughs> version. And I just bought it for 30 bucks on Etsy. Like, I love it. I love like that energy. Pugs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a big thing. It's like yeah. a big to do. Her putting out these re-releases, but especially Red. Right. Because Red is, you know, you talk about Swifties and Taylor Swift and just the Taylor Swift that we know now wouldn't be a thing without Red. Right. Isn't this where she like redefined everything for herself? Yep. And and the red lipstick came out. and And the bangs, the straight hair. The bangs. The bangs. Yeah. But just, I think a lot of people can relate to this album yeah so like for her to um put this out and Mm -hmm. just it's like a moment it's like almost 10 years later we're all grown up taylor swift has grown up we as fans have grown up this is like it's a big deal it's a big deal like this album more than probably any other of the albums she's gonna release or re-release would you say this is like her most vulnerable album Yes. And that's probably why it was so successful. I think, huh? You know, I think with fans, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it was so successful with the public because this was the probably the only album besides Fearless for Taylor Swift where her singles, quite frankly, were good. Yeah. Like, she has this habit of doing like singles like look what you made me do or like oh, me yeah which like don't showcase the album which are not that good yeah. but this one was like the first first single was we're never getting back together oh yeah and that is a bop it is it's one of my favorite songs off the album it's a perfect pop song yeah oh it's just like chef's kiss <laughs> no th- I, and I, I knew it. you were trouble 22 so yeah all bops. All bops. And then she's so vulnerable on the other songs. I think it's just like the, a match. And also she deals with heartbreak in a different way. Yeah. Because I think before 
which always put me off from Taylor Swift, was the fact that she was singing about her Prince Charming. And, like, oh, it, okay. I think, like, all like, of Taylor Swift's songs are, sorry to cut no, you go off, ahead. like, it's more wish fulfillment a mm. lot. Like, I, you have to buy into it. Like, sure. as far as, like, all the romance and, like, love and stuff. But this album talked about heartbreak and love in a real way. Yeah. Where before she was just singing, like, an, like an, you it was know. idealistic, like. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm more, I'm really curious, Brie. Yeah. Because you just listened to Red Taylor's version. This was the first time you really listened to the album. Yeah. What did you think of this album? You know, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I didn't know what to expect exactly. Like, I definitely didn't think the songs would sound as like, um, I don't know how to put, I don't know if indie pop is exactly the word, but they're not all like, like, like if my frame of reference is like 22 and you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like upbeat and like poppy and it's fun but it's like all the other songs don't sound like that and they're a little more personal and like you know acoustic and and I know she has some songs that we've never heard before right and I've really enjoyed those I think some of those songs are my favorite yeah 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 what's your favorite song off the album I mean, All Too Well is really good, like the 10 minute version. And I had not heard that song before. <sighs> but what I like about it is that it tells a story from like beginning to end and it takes you through all these like ups and downs and like, it's like an emotional song, but it's also a very pretty song, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, the way she uses her words, like you were saying, like her songwriting, like I I feel like I've never looked at her as a songwriter that deeply before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed All Too Well. I also liked, um, I think it was The First Night and... Which is a new song. It's a new song. I do like Treacherous, which I, that was an old one, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another new one I like too. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, you know what? I can find it. Yeah. I have the album right here. And I would say my favorite is also All Too Well. Yeah. And Love Treacherous, We're Never Getting Back Together is also great. Yeah. Those are your top three? I would say so. And maybe Holy Ground. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one, too. But what's the song you were thinking of? Oh, State of Grace. The oh, first I love song that on the one. album. I really like it. I, oh, I don't I love know. that song. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. I, I would say this album is really top heavy. Like her, the the first half of the album, like literally it's like. Oh, that's a favorite. Oh, that's a favorite. Oh, that's a favorite. And yeah. then and then you get to the, the end of the, the album. And it's like Stay, Stay, Stay and Starlight, which I oh, don't boy. vibe with as much. Yeah. And Stay, Stay, Stay. <laughs> that's probably my least favorite, I would say. it. I don't know. Like, sounds like a Troom Troom song. Oh, it just is not right. Like, the song, I mean, the words aren't bad, but <laughs> the music is just eh. So bad. And I'm a Swifty, but Stay, Stay, Stay is so bad. Do you think that will <laughs> become a single or something? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, once they're single, sing, singles, um, <laughs> I think she's already released <laughs> she singles already... of these of this album, so it wouldn't make sense to. No, I think Stay, Stay, Stay is like, it's like um the like ugly stepchild. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
we're gonna Harry Potter that and put that in the closet. In the closet, <laughs> and that's where that's gonna live. And then the album Red is just gonna be like a master, like a great album. And so was that one on the original? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But out of the new songs, you know what? I'm such an all too well stan. Yeah. That my favorite on the original album Red is all too well. And then my favorite on the new, like the re-release is all too well, the 10-minute wow. version. Okay, so not much is changed. Bada boom, bada bing. But I also, I like a Bet You'll Think of Me. I like that one too. And I like the music video. I think, I think it's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's not revolutionary, but it's cute. No, it was really cute. It was really fun. You know, speaking of all too well. Yeah. Was, is the 10-minute version, like, do you like that one better? I than do. the original. I do. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's not as concise. Like, I understand why originally they cut it in half. And, you know, they edited it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Just as far as, you know. Just practicality. Just practicality. But that 10-minute version is so good. Yeah. I I just, I think... Oh, that the ten minute version is just great. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but like I was saying, like all too well, yeah, is the fan favorite. So I love that she made all too well ten the ten minute version a single this time around. Oh wow, yeah. And did you know? Like this was just made news today that all too well the ten minute version is number one, like the number one song in the country. Oh wow, and it is the longest <laughs> song, like in duration. Dang. To be number one. That's awesome. Like, it beat American Pie. Dang. How long is that? Like, eight minutes? I thought I thought Don McLean's, like, American Pie was 13 minutes, but apparently, like, it's on technicality. There's, like, a part one, part two, some what? sort of jazz. I don't know. It's I read broken a bill in parts? I guess. I never thought it was, but I oh, digress. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Wow. But uh, I would say All Too Well is her magnum opus. That is dope. I mean, it's I, her best song. I, and I see, and it's crazy because all this time I never even knew that song existed. I do remember Brie. I've a couple times I have been like, you want to listen to All Too Well? Really? And what did I, I say to you? Nothing. I, like, I probably put it on. You've probably not paid attention. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I probably didn't know it was Taylor Swift. Did I don't I, know. Did I say Taylor Swift and you just were like, shut down? Just checked out. <laughs> But I mean, I don't hate her, though. I think I just didn't vibe for a while. And also, I wasn't woke into, like, what was going on. You know, I didn't really yeah. scratch beneath the surface. Yeah. Well, no. And, and like, I think All Too Well is the perfect example. Like, if you were, if, like, aliens came to Earth. Yeah. And you wanted to convince them, or you, um, if I'm sure. trying to convince you, if I'm the alien. or aliens, yeah. to become a Swifty, I would say listen to All Too Well. Yeah. Because that song exemplifies, like, her songwriting and just her, she's really good at being vulnerable. Yeah. And, like, that bravery and that vulnerability, and it's such a personal, detailed song. Yeah. Um... And and I I know I personally resonate with that song. And yeah. I know a lot of the fans do as well. It's just like it's like ripped out of her diary. And I think the 10-minute version is just even more of that. Like the specificities right. make it so personal of a song. But even in the specificities, like 
I can relate to it on such a deep level mm. that like and like this does make Swifties insane because it's almost like a parasocial relationship to Taylor Swift. Okay. Which uh, you know, can uh not be the best. <laughs> All right. But I think that's what makes Taylor Swift and All Too Well so special is because the lyrics, especially in this song, are so personal. Yeah. That it becomes universal. I gotcha. And I and I find that fascinating that like the more specific she goes in this song, especially with the 10 minute version. Yeah. The more r- relatable it is. Cause I know like, like if, if we're going to talk about the all too well, the 10 minute version. Yeah. And like kind of parlay into the short film. Sure. Yeah. Like when I watched that short film, like, I watched it with my boyfriend, which is a very <laughs> weird concept. Yeah. But, like, I remember just, like, sitting there the other day, just, like, watching it with him and being, like, 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 I, like, I was, like, wow, like, this person's gonna, like, see my soul in a, in a weird way or, like, know this, like, part of me. But I didn't write this song. Does he know you're a Swifty? He knows I'm a Swifty. Yeah. It's, pr- it's pretty clear. Were you wearing your Taylor's version sweatshirt <laughs> when you were watching? I was not, but I've worn it so many other times. I think it's pretty clear, Miss Swifty. Also, it was when it premiered, and I literally went over to his house, and I was like, you know, uh, I just can't focus, because uh, all too well, the short film premiered seven minutes ago, and I got... <laughs> You're like, we gotta stop everything and watch this right now. But, like, I remember him, like, mid-watching the, the video, putting his hand on my back, and feeling like he, like... Like, I was just, like, tissue and, like, bones. Like, it was, like, I don't know. Just someone took my heart and, like, ripped it out. It was, Whoa. I don't know. It's such a personal song. I don't, uh, that that's just genius to me. That, like, puts her in, like, a, a different, I know we don't typically view Taylor Swift as, like, a Carole King type of person. No. Like, a songwriter like that. But Yeah. But this song really does put her on that level to me but what are your thoughts on all too well that that makes sense um well all too well like the we're talking about the 10 minute the 10 minute version the the short film yeah well okay um or just the song just the song let's start with the song the 10 minute version okay well just the song um i will say the first time i listened to the song was when i watched the film but um (laughs) nice it it's you know the 10 minutes goes by surprisingly fast um but i like it a lot and i wonder how many she has a lot of bridges in there that keeps the song going she does um she's leon bridges over here she's leon bridges yeah um i don't know i really like it like i said it's like she like through ups and downs and like the whole story um i'm trying not to talk about the video but it's like because i that was how i saw it i just when i hear the song i i picture the film you know what i mean well then let's talk about the film so taylor swift yeah along with putting out the album and all too well the 10 minute version she complemented that with all too well the short film yeah starring sadie sink as a redheaded taylor swift and dylan o'brien as a uh, jake gyllenhaal <laughs> right <laughs> and um and yeah it premiered last week it's directed by Taylor Swift. Yeah. But but yeah, that's what are so your cool. thoughts? I think it's really cool film. that she directed it too. Um mm-hmm. but I really liked it. I mean, I liked 
the characters, like how they portrayed the story. It was, I mean, it made me emotional. Like I cried like twice, you know, because it is very raw. Um, no, it's beautifully it is, done. It is beautiful. Like, yeah, like aesthetically and like her lyrics are really beautiful too. Um, it really captured that moment in time. Yeah. No, I think the whole project is great. Like, yeah. Sorry. I'm just like, it kind of, it did kind of leave me speechless because like I, I think I gained like a lot of respect for her just like as a, as an artist and a songwriter, you know, than more than I'd had before, you know, because I'm so used to that like Taylor version and yeah, this was something way different than what I expected. Um, But yeah. I hope I'm articulating this okay. No, and I think, like, I think the actors did such a great job of portraying, like, like, I loved that their age difference was, like, nine, ten years, just like Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. See, and I thought that girl was a little young for him. Well, I thought <laughs> she was 12, and to me, I'm like, she's still, like, in Stranger Things. Because like, she's Max from Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah. But, like, I don't know if you've dated someone older. Like, I have. I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Currently I've dated am. someone older. And, yeah. And, and I've had my heart broken. And, you know, I just think, like, like I've definitely been in relationships, like, portrayed, like, in that video. Mm. And it, it's an interesting thing. It's, gotcha. like, that different, like, dynamic when you're, you, there's an age gap. And I just think they portrayed, like, because, you know, it. They were only dating for like three months in oh, real yeah. life. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> they only dated for three months and she releases a whole album, a song, a 10 minute version and a music video about it. I mean, OK, I think in Taylor Swift's defense, mm-hmm. that sounds insane because we are young, but we are not 19, 20, 21. Right. And and I know like even me, like when I was 19, like. Everything was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, of course, of course, she at that age, it's like, yeah, yeah, everything, every matters. little thing matters. Like in the music video, when they're all like eating dinner with his friends and she goes to grab his hand and he like doesn't want to hold her hand. Yeah. And, and she takes it personal, very personal. Yeah. Like that's that's a thing that happens when you're 19. Yeah. And like those feelings are like first time feelings and it's really it feels like the end of the world and everything feels like just it's just like so much yeah no that makes sense i mean yeah yeah that makes sense and i think as an artist too like that's an artist's job maybe tell me what you think about that but i think like as an artist like to pick up on the little specificities and like make them I feel like that whole song is all about the little things. Like you start out with the scarf, which is a small like memento, mm-hmm. right? She's like, I left my scarf at your sister's house or whatever. It's very specific. Yeah. And then like the keys, that's also very specific. The hand moment, <laughs> um, not holding hands. I mean, I don't know. I I enjoy, I love details anyway, little details. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's where you find the best stuff, especially personal stuff. But also the way she writes, like her lyrics, like Yeah, what was your favorite lyric? Ah, I really liked You Kept Me Like a Secret, but I kept you like an oh, so good. 
I feel like it really speaks to their relationship. And like, you know, it sounds like she wanted to maybe be more public or something or not hide anything. And maybe he was a little more conservative and be like, oh, and maybe not tell everyone. Because I know they, I remember when they were stepping out on the town, I saw those photos of them, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, super happy, like walking down the street yeah, with I mean, the scarf. Yeah, with the scarf. <laughs> Didn't they like take turns wearing it or something? Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, that that stuck out to me. Um, what stuck out to you? Lyrically? Yeah, lyrically. I really liked um, the lyric, and did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? Just between us did the love affair maim you too. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I like that. And of course, from the regular version, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I meant to include that one, too, because yeah, I like, yeah, I like how she said that. Casually or, cruel. Yeah. Dancing in the kitchen with the refrigerator light. Yeah. I think about that a lot. I don't I don't know. I like why. that one, too. I mean, I feel like I've heard it before, yeah. though, definitely. But um, it's still like one of those things. It's kind of I feel like it's a little cliche, the dancing with the refrigerator light. Yeah. But I, I still like it, you know, because it's like one of those moments where it's like probably like no one else is around you know it's like a relatable moment i think it's also like it's like a vulnerability thing like if you're dancing with someone like in the refrigerator light it implies that it's like midnight you're caught up in the moment you're caught up in the moment you're like you're you're your real self yeah i don't know no i vibe with it yeah and so all the press for all too well she did a premiere Oh, yeah. For her fans. Right. And she showed the short film and she looked amazing. <laughs> she really did. Yeah. With her velvet suit. Mm-hmm. Just like a purple velvet suit. Her hair and her makeup were just like. She looked gorgeous. So good. I think Taylor Swift is hot. Like I've never looked at her that way before, but I feel like she's been looking really hot lately. Agreed. I know we talked about this off camera. We did, yeah. But like even her performing all too well in SNL. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've never found Taylor Swift attractive with that suit and then her on <laughs> SNL. Yeah. She is a smoke show no, now. She's looking her best. Yes. Like, I don't know. I'm here for it. This is my favorite Taylor Swift era, to be honest. Like she's bringing it. Yeah. And she's bringing it in a way, like, I feel like with, like, 1989 and, like, reputation, like, everything, like, now that she's been a pop star, like, I love it. I love it all. Yeah. I love all the eras, but I feel like this one, she's getting the respect as an artist she deserves. She's also just, like, not, like, putting on with, like, a squad or whatever Taylor Swift ideas you have of her. Like, she's just... No, she seems to be really figuring herself out, like, as an artist and really owning it. And I respect that. For sure. So, can we talk about the drama of it all? <laughs> sure, The yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal of it all? Right. Yeah, let's get into the drama of it all. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I guess their romance, right? Like... Yeah, that happened uh, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, can I say, Brie? Yeah. This is really funny to me because I, out of us two, mm-hmm. you would say I'm the more dramatic one probably. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm the more catty, petty one. Uh-huh. The more, like, drama, little Miss Drama Queen out of the two. Yeah. I could care less about this drama, but you are really into this <laughs> drama, so... It's so true. I know. I'm the one that put this on our docs. Um, no, I just think it's crazy that the fans are still, like, coming after this man after all this time and how their romance was so short-lived, like, three three months, right? Mm-hmm. In 2010. In 2010. And we're in, what, 2021? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mentally, I'm in 1998, but yes. Oh, yeah. True. Um, same. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm kind of here for it. I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's kind of terrible, but like, like when they attacked his Instagram page, and I don't know what photo he had posted. I couldn't look because he he had to take it down. Mm-hmm. But I know that fans were like bombarding him with like all too well lyrics, <laughs> asking him if he still had the scarf, red scarf emojis. Like, yeah, and if, you've seen all those memes. Yes, right? which I love. You know, my favorite is like Dion Warwick, like <gasps> legendary singer Dion Warwick yeah. is like I hope that this man brings her back her scar <laughs> wait really wait I have not seen this yeah it's like what the fuck did you include oh is she still alive yeah Dion Warwick wait, is still alive so she actually commented on this yeah like, she tweeted it oh this isn't one of those like no. what she was like this young man should bring a like her, her scarf back. that is amazing okay because when you told me about that i didn't realize she actually tweeted, tweeted that herself the, yeah wow it's like ridiculous which okay so if, if the audience doesn't know all too well is yeah. is about jake gyllenhaal yeah just in case y'all didn't realize i mean that is in the zeitgeist like everyone's that's kind of like you're right been like such a meme yeah over the past week week and a half right yeah Damn. um do you think he has the scarf still? You know what? Hmm. The for like the lore of it all, for the story of it all. Yeah. Yes, I. You know. You know, I I hope that Jake Gyllenhaal still has it in a box. And, yeah, and thinks about Taylor and thinks Swift about her just every now and again. But I do know that on Dumois, they did like do a post where someone was like. I have the scarf. You know what? I was going to mention that because I saw that too. Yeah. Um, it's like his cousin or his friend or someone that claims to have the scarf. I say pics or it didn't happen. True. But I mean, well, I, that'd be kind of fair. I mean, do you have any from an ex-friend, and ex-lover, do you keep stuff? Well, I, I've really only had one lover. <laughs> but... I do have an ex-friend, that, and that was a pretty deep friendship. So, yeah. I mean, I have photos, mm. you know? I mean, they're bittersweet, but I keep them. I think I would be one of those people that would keep things like that. I'd be like Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. Do you think it's an intentional thing that he would keep the scarf? No, I don't know. Like, see, because it's hard for me to relate because as much as I, I feel like I'm a sentimental person... Yeah. With all of my exes, I like, I, I'm i almost like, get rid of it all. You'd burn the scarf. Burn the scarf or just like donate the scarf. Like you don't have that energy in your life anymore. That's kind of my yeah. take on it. So I don't know why a three-month romance, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> would still keep the scarf. I do believe it's probably given to a cousin or whatever because – 
it's a cute scarf and honestly like if if in this relationship why? <laughs> why would you give it to your cousin though because okay hear me out not to be a jake gyllenhaal defender okay but like okay picture this i'm jake gyllenhaal okay i'm picturing and i dated this this you know singer yeah who's way too young for this me piwati. this piwati who's way too young for me okay and um you know she's annoying because she's young it just didn't work out i couldn't do it anymore she's just uh n- she was too grating for me she was mm-hmm. too serious too soon yeah not in the right space okay but she did leave her scarf at my sister's house okay you know i would be like if i was jake Hall, i'd be like well i don't want the scarf <laughs> Just be like, anyone want this? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, my niece is a big Taylor Swift fan. Meh. Give it to her. Or it's a nice, a perfectly nice scarf. Regift. Do you Regift. Think he, what if you put it in a box? <laughs> like, like a Christmas, a Christmas gift. Yeah, exactly. You know how sometimes you, it's like one of those situations and... Like treated it like a Bath and Body Works leaves candle. Exactly. <laughs> but that candle smells kind of good. It does. Oh, oh. You know what? What? This is such a girl thing to do. But yeah. if I, being Jake Gyllenhaal in this moment, sure. my niece, who's a big fan of Taylor Swift in this scenario, scarf in a box, the leaves candle from Bath and Body Works, yep. bada boom, bada bing. Perfect. Eh? I'd be like uncle of the year. That, that is an awesome gift. <laughs> I think that's how it happened. <laughs> um. Oh, you know what? So speaking of like Jake Gyllenhaal and the drama. Yeah. So you know how she wore that? Um off the shoulder black dress on uh, the late um, night late night with seth myers yeah gorge does it remind you of a specific dress uh like princess diana's revenge dress just eye roll into an infinity yeah um <laughs> you don't believe in this theory N- no i think <laughs> i think like it's one of those things where like the internet combined with swifties combined with um spencer with Kristen Stewart is being like released soon. True. I think like I think it's something that the media and fans want and project onto Taylor Swift because everyone likes to project onto Taylor Swift. Okay. So, but like, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it. Well, I don't know because I feel like if you knew your ex might be watching or something, wouldn't you? I don't know. I guess she looks, you know what? She looks her best right now anyway. So she doesn't really have to try. I know. Um, she, so I feel like that is the best revenge. Success. She's been success. so successful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I am one of those people that, like, I think you should always dress like you're going to run into your ex at any moment. Yeah. And also be happy. Like, happiness really is the best revenge true yeah she does seem really happy so there's that yeah yeah i don't know and i in the new version of all too well she does she does have like a new lyric about what is it about like the punchline like she was never good at telling jokes but the punchline goes i'll get older but your lover stay Stay my age yeah yeah or stay Yeah. yeah no i think you're right that's what it is yeah so i don't know she is definitely she Still, dropped the mic there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Truth bomb. <laughs> but um, it is fun. It is really fun. Like the thing about Taylor Swift, 
like, yeah, she should probably be recognized more as a songwriter and respected as an artist. Yeah. But it's also fun to talk about. And also it gets people talking. Like, yeah. Like, we don't really talk. Like, you and I are so close. But right. we don't talk about heartbreak like this. No. We don't talk about vulnerability or song. I don't know. We just don't talk like this a lot. And Yeah. So, hopefully. Who knew Taylor Swift yeah. would bring us together in this way? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, I think people can just really relate to her like that. Yeah. And, I mean, just to kind of, like, put a nice red ribbon on this episode (laughs) yeah nice red bow yeah red wink wink um i think red is a really like special album to her fans yeah and you can tell to taylor swift oh you can tell and and i think like this relationship that her fans including me have with her and her re-releasing her albums and being able to continuously like reframe yeah her narrative, mm-hmm. I think it, it is like a thing. It's just a turning point for her as an artist. Yeah. And also like as a fan, it's kind of like, oh, I can also reframe my narrative. Yeah. No, it's it's badass and inspiring. Um, I love how she just like, how she did all this, just started, you know, re-recording all her songs and saying, fuck it, like I'm going to get my coin you know and she could have <laughs> just deserved yeah and she could have just re-recorded them and whatever but this is every re-recording especially this one is like a love letter to her fans and putting out the 10 minute version and like yeah putting out all the extra songs and just yeah she could have just done it like eh, she didn't have to have all those extra songs no it's it's and she's doing it like a proper era and like an album cycle in it and she's giving her albums again like the respect it deserves yeah and this is representative of such like an a time like like the ages of 19 to 22 and and i know those were really like shaping moments in my life yeah so i don't know i think it's really cool to revisit because i'm in a different place now and taylor swift's in a different place now and (laughs) yeah i don't know that is cool it's cool it's cool to know too your relationship with taylor swift (laughs) I feel like I understand you a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Brie. Yeah. As like a non-Taylor Swift fan or a Taylor Swift I'm like newbie. Light. Like a newbie, yeah. Are you are you looking forward to the releases or the re-releases of her other albums? I am. I mean, I'm looking forward to 1989. I'm pretty sure that one's next. And I remember you, you gave me that CD. Mm-hmm. Like... And I listened to that one and enjoyed it. Um, so I'm curious to see what she's going to do. Because now, well, I don't know if it's going to be as, like, a big event as Red. I mean, I feel like she probably will make it as big of a deal as possible. Because she seems to enjoy giving back to the fans and, you know, yeah. working on projects and being, like, having hands-on creativity. So I'm, like, curious to see, like, if there's going to be any extra songs we haven't heard or any collaborations and stuff like that. Yeah, well, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, what are you? What are you looking forward to most? What album? Hmm. You know what? Or was this the one? This was the one for me. But I'm looking forward to 1989 as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 1989. I'm also intrigued. What she'll do when the Reputation <gasps> album gets re-released? Oh, that one's gonna be saucy. I'm just interested. 
So <sighs> I don't know. Like, yeah. You know I what's funny? We'll you know what I'm realizing? What? I'm like, oh, those Taylor songs. But then I'm also like, ooh, the drama. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of contradicting myself. No, I love it. Uh, but that will be really interesting. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to you wanna touch on before we wrap this thing up? Yeah. So just speaking about Red and all the success that she's having right now, mm-hmm. do you think it's a coincidence that, like... You know, she says her lucky number is 13, right? Yeah. And she's 31. It's mm-hmm. 13 backwards, which isn't that something she's also yeah said? Like, it's some iteration of 13. Do you think that has anything to do with, like, like at this time in her life? Is there a reason for it? Like, I think... Okay, I do like numerology and stuff. Like, I'm into that. Yeah. Um... And I know she's loved the number 13 and had this relationship with it for, like, so many years. Right. I think so. But I think more in the way, like, if you're talking about, like, a Saturn return. Yeah. Like, Taylor Swift now, her Saturn's returned. Mm-hmm. And so I think she's just, like, a a fully formed human now. Yeah. Like, her it's frontal, just like, like, lobe is, is developed and... She's just her Saturn's returned, and I think I don't know. I th- I don't know. It's it's one of those like she like knows herself more. Mm-hmm. Thirty one, you know yourself more, and true. Thirteen going on thirty one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering because I know you love numerology. I'm like, is there, you know, I mean, a reason? Is the universe like winking at her? <laughs> you know what? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> oh. Well, so, I well, mean, Taylor Swift's the moment. Yeah, she's definitely so. <laughs> the moment. Um, I don't think that's going anywhere. No, I feel like, yeah, this is Taylor Swift's season. It is. It's and it's going to continue to be mm-hmm. as she re-releases all these albums. Like, yes. yeah. And I'll be here. I will be here with my red lip I'm not wearing. And I'm my Taylor's version little sweatshirt and just ready to convert you at any moment to being a Swifty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I do feel a little more open-minded about it now, you know? Good. So. So I don't have to, like, shove you in a closet <laughs> and play, so like, all-too-well 10-minute version on no. repeat? No, you don't You don't have to do all that. Phew. But, uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what she does next. And, yeah, I, I'm also intrigued by the Easter eggs and everything, you know? Like, yeah. didn't she have, like, that that car the, oh, the, the 1989 um in her album artwork for red taylor's version she does have a red car red and car. the year is 1989 yeah so wink wink yeah i think it's gonna be 1989 but watch it be speak now <laughs> you think so she i don't just... know <laughs> i she... don't know taylor swift is cheeky yeah i like that about her yeah yeah well thanks nice. for like introducing me i mean to you know of course i mean i mean i knew of taylor swift but you know what i mean like the side of her i don't know if i would have really checked it out on my own so of course anytime you do have good taste (laughs) thank you so do you thanks well thank you guys for listening and we will be back next week with a brand new episode so till then bye bye